Hello and welcome to the Oil Let's Talk podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Gemma. Two friends talking fitness, mindset, business, and everything else in between. We really mean everything. Expect banter, education, and organized chaos. Your new podcast besties. podcast. Today we've got something a little bit different. We're actually going to do a Q&A based on questions that you guys asked us. And if you do like this style of podcast, let us know because we're thinking about keeping it around. Yeah, we're thinking of making a bit of a theme, a bit of a thing. Bit of a thing. And I like it as well because you guys get to know how we tick and you guys can also, you know, feel comfortable asking us questions because we want to talk we want to cover a whole range of different topics um, every time we do them. Yeah, and I also think it's a cool thing to kind of learn how our brains work with certain scenarios and how we process things either the same or completely different um but you guys went ham they went went real ham ham. (laughs) so many different types of questions as well it wasn't just fitness which i liked the variety was fucking unmatched super elite heaps of things about our friendship how we met fitness like literally everything Yeah, yeah yeah um i really yeah i really like this um being able to kind of we're not going to agree on everything and that's fine. That's but I the think hottest it, that's thing the about this. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the ability to kind of work, you know, see how we both process it and yeah. then others can also see how we kind of yeah. go through different issues as well. And just troubleshooting things like, yeah. you know, as we said, our first episode's already out. So you, you all should have listened to that. Obviously. If you haven't, what the fuck are you doing? Go you back, doing? start again. Um, but the first episode's already out. And in that episode, we spoke about, you know, we're, we're in the same industry, all the things. We've been coaches for such a long time. Like, I feel like so many people are going to get so much out of this because we've done the work. 100%. We're, we're already a couple of steps ahead of newbie coaches. And I want to be able to impart some wisdom on, you know, things that we've, you know, mistakes we've made, yeah. things we've learned, because I think it will really help, yeah. you know, if you were just starting out in the industry to understand what we've gone through. Mm. And even like newbie gym goers, like 100%. I've been training what for probably the same as you like eight years yeah. so I'm eight years ahead of somebody that's stepping into the gym and like the insight the mistakes that we've made 100%. the things that we've done yeah. like it's yeah it's going to be so valuable for you guys so we're thinking of having this as an ongoing trend ongoing theme in the podcast but we want to hear all the feedback so obviously at the end of the episode if you do like the the podcast don't forget to rate us five stars 100%. all of the good things share, share us it. across your social media don't forget to tag us or let's talk coach Gemma Kate Morris PT all of the things I reckon we're just going to jump straight into it. I reckon we get into it. Do you want to kick off? All right. Let me pick a good little questions. Okay. We're going to start off. I think, yeah, I think this is a good one. What are your biggest milestones to date in your lives? That's big. In your life. Yeah, we're going. In your entire life. What is the biggest thing you've ever done? Um, We are literally going balls to wall. Oh, that's hard. I think, you know, I've got a couple. Oh, huge. Yeah, Yeah, there's a couple things coming but other than that I honestly would say starting and running my own business was a massive leap yeah especially from working for somebody else yeah and that's something I'm extremely proud of and I'm sure you would agree with your business Mm. um yeah I think personally just the different times I've made myself uncomfortable and then that's forced me to grow I think there's been a few times where if I looked back at me 10 years ago, I wouldn't have done half the things that I've done now. And it, a lot of it has been feeling that discomfort, but being like, fuck it. Doing like, it anyway. Doing it anyway. Leaning into it. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, I'm honestly just really proud of the person that I'm becoming. And I want to 
keep staying down that route of just challenging myself and trying new things because I just feel like there's just so much life to be lived. Like, again, first episode of the podcast, we spoke about our friendship and we haven't actually been friends for that long 10 years or anything crazy like that. And even in like the eight to 10 to nearly a year that we have been friends for, the stuff that I've seen you fucking do, insane. Like fully push yourself out of your comfort zone. Thank you. Insane. I um I kind of feel like when I don't know tell me if you agree but once you've done that once it's like a muscle so so when you've put yourself out there and felt uncomfortable but then been like holy shit look at what I've done I think that it's just kind of opened up this whole realm of just like me wanting to try and do so many things Mm. and me wanting and being like a yes person in the sense of just yeah. being like, what's the worst that can happen? But what can we have to gain? So yeah. I, I think that something has something's happened within me recently with that. And I'm just excited about what's to come. Yeah. yeah. And a hundred percent, like the the things that scare you the most or like literally make, like, make you feel like you're going to shit your pants 100%. are the things that you grow and learn and adapt and evolve from. Like they're always the things that are your biggest lessons. Yeah. So to answer that part of the question for me, exactly the same as your answer. Like honestly, just running a business, like building... A business that's really secure and also you know looking back at myself when I was like 20 or 21 who had like no self-confidence was super had super low self-esteem always criticized herself never thought she could do the thing sitting here doing the fucking thing like that's my biggest a hundred percent honestly should be so proud I think um being able to kind of start from one one point go through all of the trial and error like people see the end result they might see your business now yeah there's so much behind the scenes things that happen things that don't work troubleshooting it's a constant kind of battle yeah. that we don't really speak about yeah but i think that once you come out the other side of that with a really strong business and mm. a direction that i know that you're just going to keep growing from mm. i think um that's something to be really proud of and Thanks i feel but i feel i feel <laughs> the same way in terms of business direction yeah. that i'm in um, you know, the friendships that I have, the people I've surrounded myself by. And I also think that, yeah, I'm just really proud of where I am now and where I'm going. And yeah. um, I just want to keep, I never want to feel like I know it all. I want to keep that mindset Always of being a student. Like a student. What else can I learn? And I hope that I'll look back in a year's time and be like, wow, now we're, you know, 10 steps ahead. 10 steps ahead. Like I, I kind of want that to be constant. I don't want to settle in that sense. Yeah, yeah. I love that. All right. Do you want to read yeah. the second one? You've I've already got, got one I've ready got to go. Ones. This one's good. This is um, from a fellow coach um, new to the industry um, that I'm familiar with. And her question is, how to approach friends and family who ask for services for mates rates? Oh, that's a hard. One. I can. I'm I gonna... have a really savage. You go first because yeah, yeah, I yeah. have a really savage approach, but you might also have a savage approach. So. I think that when I was starting out, it depends on where you're at in your business, but Mm. I still think that the the principles still remain the same. So when I was starting out, I definitely was all about just wanting to gain as much experience as possible. Yeah, which is great. Which is great, but it's still your time and you're still offering a service that is valuable. So Mm -hmm. I still think that you should be charging something. And in terms of... You know, if you were going to do something at a discounted rate, I would have a clear time frame on when that's starting and ending. It's not just a forever thing. So, for example, say if you did want to gain some experience with families or family or friends, maybe that's for eight weeks. Yeah. And then after that, you know, sign up to online coaching or PT. At an extended rate. Yeah. At an extended rate. I think that having some clear boundaries of, you know, your 
offering your time and you're wanting some feedback or however it is so it's mutually beneficial Mm. um but in saying that i think that people often have no problem spending money on say for example celebrities or have no problem you know buying something that's trending but when it comes to a small business i think that it should be viewed the same i think that people who will see value in your business are the people that you want to work with yeah and anybody outside of that I just it's not your ideal client which I think is also okay but how I would view that is not everybody's your ideal client Mm. which is fine and you know if people don't want to say pay what your full rate is that's also fine but then they they just don't get to work with you yeah they don't get that level of access yeah Yeah. and but I, I honestly think that it's a good way to vet people because the people who come to you, they like what you're about, you know, they sign up, no issues mm. and have invested. They see that value. And I also feel like that relationship from the get go is already on like an even playing field. Yeah. Rather than I don't know about you, but I felt that if people either do get something for free or, you know, don't pay very much for it, they don't necessarily take it as seriously. Yeah. So I actually think that having that investment there can be a yeah. good motivator to make the most out of the service. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hundred percent the same view. The way I was gonna word it was gonna be a little bit more savage. <laughs> I was just going to say you we're not working for free in life. Like you know, we don't get a guy that comes into our house to measure blinds up and he doesn't charge us for his time. Yeah. So I still think that if you are running a business, even in the early stages, you do need to treat your business as a business, yeah. not just as a little side hustle, not just something that, you know, you'll bend over backwards for everyone because eventually in your business, you're going to get to a level where energetically that's going to be really draining for you. You're going to have clients that are paying a premium price and then you're going to have friends and family that expect it for free and that's not okay. I also think in the same breath as that, when you are starting out, experience is experience. And I think it is a really good thing if you do actually get a friend on board as a guinea pig yeah. to get results, to see if your methods are actually working, to get you know, more experience and more confidence. But again, it needs to be on a time frame, yeah. and then that price needs to increase. Yeah. And you know, if you are a friend or family that is asking for mates rates listening, I mean, we've all been there, we've all done it. Yeah reassess the way that you approach the situation because that person is you know that's their business that's their livelihood support them i think a really good quote that i saw was like exposure doesn't pay the bills i think that because we have a service-based industry and it's not a tangible thing that you can hold that sometimes it gets skewed between it just being a conversation or you know it being less formal but it's still your time your knowledge the amount of courses that we have both done post our cert three and four is beyond just a standard pt qualification and i think that we you know are charging accordingly and i think that that's fair and also as well like i always look at it in this sense like you're not just paying $90 a week for a training program that takes me an hour or 45 minutes to do, right? You're paying for six years, if not more, of my knowledge, my study, my experience, my applied knowledge, my industry experience, like literally everything. It's not just, you know, that tangible bit of program that you get loaded into your app. Yeah. It's everything else that I'm doing and my applied knowledge. I completely agree. I have one more point on this as well, which is... If you want people to take your business seriously, you need to you take, need it, to take seriously. it seriously. Yeah. So if you have high standards of yourself, yeah. if you have clear boundaries, you're going to attract people that want to work with you who are on the same level. Yeah. If you have leaky boundaries and you, you know, always replying to people 24-7 Congruency. at 10 p.m. at night 
and you're not charging very much, I just don't think that's going to attract people you want to no. work with. So I think that it goes two parts. Definitely have boundaries with how you're going to charge. Make sure people are aware of you know what you're offering mm. and that it is of high value. And yeah, stick with your boundaries. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Boundaries in business are so so important. Yeah, boundaries in life are important. In but life. that could be a topic for another day. That could that, be a whole podcast episode, actually. That was a great question. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. Okay, let's. How do you navigate those negative, anxious thoughts and feelings to get you get yourself through on hard days? That's another good one. This is a deep one. I think um, on social media, we can be under the assumption that everybody's going great all the time. Yeah. And I'm, I think that I, I feed into this as well because I'm not always showing up on shit days and I would of like course. to do that more. I yeah. try to be as authentic as I can, but definitely I want to speak about this more this yeah. year. I think that when I feel anxious, I try to do a bit of an audit as to what might be going on in my life at that time. So maybe it's the week before my period and historically I know that I always feel a little down. If that's the case, then I'll be like, okay, cool. I'm going to maybe have some more rest. I'm going to do some more self-care. I am aware that this keeps happening, so I'm just going to manage it. If it's you know, something I'm doing at work that's not actually in line with what I want to do, if it's a friendship thing, if it's, um, you know, some like I'll just kind of check in. Yeah. I'll think, you know, what's happening here. And sometimes I've noticed that it could just be from scrolling and comparing too much. Yeah. So what I did a little while ago, which really helped me, was really audit what world I was giving myself when I opened up social media apps. Yeah. Like, was I surrounding myself with motivating, empowering people that are super knowledgeable, people that I want to be around or was I, you know, surrounding myself by negativity and making that Mm. small change really made a big difference. So, you know, using my phone, getting off it, having clear boundaries with that and also muting, unfollowing anyone who wasn't kind of in line with what I've just spoken about really helped with those feelings, which I felt a lot more during lockdown because during lockdown, I personally really struggled with opening the app, seeing so much divisiveness seeing yes yeah all of that was really constant and i really struggled with that so i just thought i need to distance myself from this yeah use it less look after myself a bit more look after my brain a bit more mm. and then you know do little kind of audits every time i feel that way to i love that to feel a bit better i love that yeah. so much i'm the same conscious consumption yeah a hundred percent so for me, if I'm feeling anxious or stretched in multiple different directions or stressed out or whatever it is, the one thing I like to do is monitor my social media because I notice that a lot of the time for me personally, it'll come from comparisonitis. So comparing myself to other people's, you know, day 7,200 when I'm at day 300, you know yep. what I mean? So I'll be conscious consumption. I'll mute people. I will make sure my screen time is a hell of a lot less than what it usually is. Yeah. And I'll also do things that fill up my cup. So whether it's like going for a beach walk where I'm really happy near the ocean with a podcast on, whether it's, you know, saying to my partner or my friend, hey, I actually don't want to talk today. I don't want to talk about it. I don't have the capacity right now. Allowing, And it's not personal, allowing those boundaries in so the people around you know, okay, cool. She's just going through some shit at at the moment. And when she's ready to talk, she will. The other thing that I like to do when I'm feeling a bit anxious, and this is a really good tip and trick that a lot of you could start utilizing, is 
when we're in like an anxious thought, we tend to get like this loop cycle repeating in our brain, right? So it's like a constant loop cycle that we can't get out of and we're overthinking all the time. So what I like to do is I like to write down on a piece of paper, a list of the things that I can control and a list of of the things that are completely out of my control. Then from there, I cross off all the things that are out of my control and I focus on the things that I can control in that situation right then and there. I love that so much. And then if I can control them, great. The things that are out of my control have no use being played in a loop cycle on my brain on repeat all of the time. I actually have a worksheet that I've used with clients with that exact same yes. thing called the sphere of control. Yes. It's exactly the same. Just writing that down and actually thinking that if you're looping, looping, looping and there's nothing you can do, you're just ruminating and making yourself feel worse. Uh, making yourself feel more anxious, essentially. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I love that. I think that um, I love that you do that. And I also think that we should speak about that more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a constant cycle. It's such a good little, yeah, it's a good little tip and trick, especially if you are that person that falls into overwhelm a lot. Like yeah. I'm I'm that person. Like yeah. I'll have 50 million things to do and then I get super overwhelmed and like like overthink every small little thing. But if I can literally separate on a piece of paper, physically cross them off so I know, okay, that is not no no longer an issue, yeah. no longer a thing, and then we're on to the next task. Yeah, I yeah. love that so much. I have one a little bit less heavy. Okay, okay. tell me. Go-to hype song on your heavy lifting day. (laughs) Okay, guys, we were literally talking about this before. Dom Dollar, if you are listening to this podcast, which you are not doing, but you should be, everyone needs to tag Dom Dollar in this podcast. You need to release that new track. It's so It's all over TikTok. Have you seen his little moustache? I love it. It's so beautiful. I love him. Um, His music's great. Absolute bangers. All over TikTok. Yeah. And I am absolutely not for the fact that he hasn't released it like drop the fucking tune today stop holding out on us to be your gatekeeping that yeah. is that is the definition, <laughs> definition of gatekeeping, of gatekeeping. <laughs> um but dom yeah dollar. dom dollar i think it's called rhyme dust or something it like is. that is literally on looped repeat of like the yeah. 20 second clip that i have on tiktok so yeah, yeah, that's our go-to song for, for the moment. Other than that, I was just quickly looking. I've got Gems Gems on Spotify. There's a lot of songs in here, and I would say I keep going back to Kanye. Oh, Kanye Eminem. West, yeah. Old school Eminem. Bit of, bit of grime. Ooh, yeah. I can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Oh, any? a bit of grime. Stormzy, yeah. turn up. Yeah. Slow tie. Yeah, it's all good. So good. <laughs> Lucky we have the same taste in music, guys. This is a good thing. This is great. All right. What have you got next? How do you feel about people copying your content? Mm. I'm going to take the reins on this because I have a really, maybe a different perspective because I know in the early days when I first started my online business and being an online brand, I used to get so hurt and like super offended when people would copy my stuff. I'm like, be original. Why are you copying my shit? Now I literally look at it through a lens of I'm making impact. If somebody is copying my content and reproducing it, obviously there is a fine line. If you're copying it word from word, like at least put a little bit of your own personality into it. But if somebody is copying my uh, my content, I am making impact, which means at the end of the day that I have taught them something useful, which then they can teach more people. And the reason I started my business was to make impact. So I look at it through the lens of if you're doing it deliberately and you are using it word for word okay maybe we need to put your flavor and put your personality into it and don't do that yeah but if you're doing it because you genuinely think oh my god that piece of content was amazing yeah i want to reproduce it in my own way great another thing is social media like every idea you have 
every content piece you have someone has done it before right yeah. like you can't get away with not copying other people's things in a roundabout way all the time because people have already produced that content before but just bring your own flavor and spice to it yeah. but at the end of the day i'm making impact so i'm happy i have um i've got a similar thought i've got two points the first being like i've noticed if, if it's happened before and i don't really mind if things like look similar because again kind of we're working within the constraints of like the the templates and yeah. things that we're all working yeah. with but i have seen before like people using like the same captions that i've just written like yes. five hours after like i saw that once and i was like like that took me a little while to write so just like yeah. spice it up a bit kind yeah. of thing. and plus you want it to be from your voice if you copy someone else's kind of caption word for word it's not coming from you and then they work with you and it's a different yeah. it's a whole different yeah. vibe so i think as as you said putting your flavor on things, trying to, you know, bring your personality into what you make. Yeah. Um, my other point was that, you know, if I'm making something and it's, you know, reaching a lot of people, say it's a, a topic about women's health or maybe it's a, a new reel, the thought process is, as you said, like nothing is original. Yeah. And I think that I don't want to deter people from making content because they're afraid that somebody else has made it. So what I mean yes. by this is like, how many glute things have you seen? Like, for example, you know, best glute exercises or wrist wrap tutorials, right? Like, even if that has been done before, if you haven't done that for your audience yet, yep. then it's new, yep. right? People want to see how you communicate, how you deliver content. So I also don't want to deter people from doing what has been done in their own way, because I think that, again... If, if we only, you know, stick with, you know, six or seven people making yeah. the content, then we don't really get to have the same reach and impact that no. I believe we're all trying to have, which is educate and help yeah. the masses kind of thing. So um, in that sense, I think that we should go for it. Just put our own spin on it. Yeah. Trial and error, what works for us. Bring your own personality yeah. into it. Like your content is going to do really well from being yourself, being authentic, doing the things that light you up and that you want to educate people with, not necessarily copying word for word someone else's caption. Yeah. Agreed. 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 I've got a good one as well. Another business one. Yep. Pros and cons of running your own business versus working for someone in your experience. I'll start. Yep. Go. Pros and cons. So straight up running my own business, I don't think I'll be able to work for somebody else ever again. Yeah, because I love the freedom and autonomy I have over all business decisions. Yeah, I also like that I'm the captain of this ship, so I'm responsible for its success and it's for its failure. Yeah, and that's super motivating for me. Um, I think that there were definitely benefits as well, though, for working with different businesses that I have over the years because of the knowledge that you learn, the different communication styles yeah. and different types of people you work with. I think that that's definitely important. I don't want to skip that step. But now that I have done that, I think that the the, the pros definitely outweigh any of the cons. Yep. And um, I definitely think that they're just a bit different. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think... I, I, when I started my business, like when I started my business, I never went out to start a business. Right. Yeah. But, and it's hard work. Like business is not easy. It's not, it's not what you see on social media. It's not all fucking rainbows and sunshines all the time, but would I ever 
change working for myself? Absolutely not. No. Do I think that I would ever have not worked in a formal, formal, more like medical corporate, I say like with quotations, world? No, because it gave me lived experience. It gave me communication styles, like all of the things. Yeah. Um, but I love running my own business. I love being the captain of my own ship. I love seeing what does really well, seeing what doesn't do well. I love learning from my failures. I love having great successes. So yeah, overall business is my life. I also just <laughs> feel like the sky's the limit when you have oh, your own thing. You yeah. can't, you reach a ceiling when you work somewhere else. You're where it's always like, capped. What else can you do? Or maybe you can't because the role that you have is, yeah. you know, stopping at yeah. a certain point with what more, what more you can learn. You also get, when you're in your business, you get full creative outlet, right? Yeah. Like I always felt really boxed in working in that medical corporate world. Like exactly what you said, there's a roof, there's a ceiling. You're always kind of capped where when you're in your business, like you can do literally anything. anything. You can continue to reinvent yourself you yep. can continue to refine your services yep. you can decide to go down a completely different direction yep. like there's just so many options and you which is motivating what? the biggest thing for me that i've loved so much about having a business is not even actually the business aspect at all it's the personal development yeah because when you start a business you are also starting one of the biggest personal development journeys of your whole fucking life and i like, love it I have never been into personal development when I work for somebody else because I kind of was in a really secure, safe space. When I got into business and all of a sudden I was literally naked and afraid online, yeah. like yeah. fully exposed, yeah. fully having to send it, diving headfirst into the deep end. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. I was literally like, holy shit, like I need to work through my imposter syndrome. Yeah. I need to work through a lot of other factors that I'm trying to integrate and navigate in my life. You've also got to learn to back yourself a whole lot 100%. harder because it's you, Confidence. it's your business, it's your brand, yep. which I find like I actually got like a reminder of like a year ago, like photos yep. and like my branding from a year ago. And I was like, so much has changed. Oh. Not even that it was shit back then, but it's just like the things that I've learned in the last year and that evolution yeah. that you get from having your own business is just fucking beautiful. Yeah. And I just want to keep that, leveling that, up keep leveling up keep that process of being like cool i liked where i was a year ago but i like where i am now and yeah like, where what have i done I what yeah. have i changed yeah. what can i integrate what can i move through i fucking love it yeah. i love all of it all of it okay this one's a funny one because i don't know if we actually have one but maybe we do what is your biggest ick about each That's other so brutal. <laughs> i've got thick skin Hit me. Hit me with it. I honestly don't. I have an ick about you. Oh, fuck. Here we go. We're going in deep. But it's actually not a bad ick. It's like a good ick, but it's more an ick of reflection of myself. Is it the fact that we always rock up dressed the same way? Oh, that gives me the biggest fucking ick. Actually, <laughs> actually that was that. not that was not even my ick. I like that, though. It's kind of cute. Everywhere we go, guys, we will in. not coordinate outfits like we don't text no each other like what are you wearing we just roll in wearing like the same thing but in opposite colors in opposite ways yeah like we've done it multiple times like we've gone to dinner and it's been like same shoes i'm wearing a white top you're wearing white shorts maybe then blue top blue shorts yep. opposite like it looks, looks like the same but it's planted. just inverted um okay my ick for you is you are insanely organized to the point that it makes me feel it's unorganized a facade. i'm sorry that you believe that <laughs> Um, I mean, I love, I am in some ways, but then in other ways, Your I'm list not. making, guys. I love a list. None of you would know this, but we have a conjoined notes on our phone and the lists in this thing are all done by Jam. 
It's amazing, but it makes me feel like the most unorganized human. Do you know so how I think my that's brain, actually like you're seeing the list right, but my brain feels like that movie which I can't remember the name of, but when he's on a whiteboard and he's like sporadically writing everything. Yeah, I know what movie that's, you're talking about. That's how that's what's happening in here. So you see the list, which might come across organized, but in your brain you're like we're melting down. <laughs> but I just need you to know. So I mean that ick is a is a compliment. It's a compliment. Yeah. But it makes me feel unorganized. So that's my ick. I'm and then probably us showing up in the same clothes okay. is also an ick. Okay. But also not really that bad. Like a good ick. It, yeah. Do you have any icks for me? Surely I, I do like, something that pisses you off. I have this thing where it's like when I love people like my friends, right? Mm. I'm, I have like rose. So you're telling me you love me. I do love you. <laughs> but I have like rose colored glasses where like even if you did something annoying, I'd be like, that's Ew. cute. <laughs> That's kind of cute, babe. That's kind of what I like about them. I don't know. Like, yeah. don't worry. I'll make a list now. Oh, I'll, I'll be doing some. Guys, I'll the next time, make sure you guys ask us another eat question because Gemma's going to have. But honestly, I can't think of one right now. You know what okay. I thought you were going to come at me with? What? The timers. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> that's another one. Add that to the list. <laughs> the fucking. But no, I see, these things are not bad things. I actually think they're actually really great traits to have. But Gemma and her fucking phone timers, she will set a timer everything like she'll say to me okay i need to go in half an hour and then she'll go on her phone and set a 30 minute timer so it goes off and then she knows she has to leave but then how obnoxious is it like we'll be mid-conversation <laughs> the alarm will be going off and i'll be looking at you like yeah that's about my time that's my cue to go yeah like stop talking to me. <laughs> i love yeah. it all what right have we got what, did we get any anonymous ones yeah let me have a little have look, a look at let those. me have a little flick through um oh okay do you ever feel in competition with each other being in the same industry slash get jealous quick answer no but i'll delve deeper so definitely we're in the same industry we have the same kinds of clients yeah but we also have the same goal which is to help people so if we were thinking of it from the mindset of oh no i don't want her to steal my clients in my head i'm like there are an abundance of clients yeah. there's so many people we can help yeah i was like i just i don't think of it that way because i'm just like we both are good at what we do and we'll both attract people that want to work with us yeah and there's no shortage of those people no the only thing i think i've ever been worried about is like whenever we've spoken about business things i have like i just don't want you to ever feel like i am kind of annoying you about you know what i mean like because we'll talk yeah. about stuff but then i also know that you teach that so like i've bought your courses before oh yeah because i was yeah. just like i just need you to know that i'm happy to pay oh, for i would time. never think that but i know that you wouldn't but i was like no here i'm gonna do a masterclass yeah. so you know that Which i'm supporting I fucking, you i fucking love that no, but i wanted to do that yeah. because i wanted it to be known that like obviously i like you as a person yeah. and your business stuff but that's not why i'm here no i'm here because we're, we're mates but yeah. i also think that my, what's my point my point is just basically I think that we're good at communicating anyway. Like yes. we, we read each other really well. Um, I don't see you as competition at all. I no. see us both as geeing each other up to have a bigger impact. Like us combining forces in my head oh, well, means that we're, I honestly feel that way. So that's it. Yeah. And I don't get jealous. No. no because who has same. time for that? No. I literally, short answer, exactly the same. Absolutely not. No competition, no jealousy at all. Um. And I would also never think that you were ever using me just for business things because we barely even talk about it, to be honest. We honestly don't because I'm like, we're doing our own shit. Like, yeah. And also, and that's what I was going to say. I also ask you questions about things as well if I need help with it, which is a really great advantage to being friends with somebody else in the industry because, you know, if I go to ask 
Aman something about business. He's not in business. He yeah. doesn't know about women's health as deeply as you do. No. Where I can, we can troubleshoot issues issues together and move through them. But yeah, competition, no jealousy, no. I also refer a fuckload of clients to you. If I am full and I can't take them on, yeah. Gemma can take you on. So Here lovely. you go. Well, maybe she can. I don't know. She might be full. But here yeah. you go. Try it. Message yeah, yeah. her. Like, yeah. And I've got no issues doing that. I never honestly will. will like talk to my face-to-face clients in the morning. And I'll be like, Kate's great. You should probably Kate. <laughs> I love Gemma. <laughs> There's been no conversation about this. Unprompted. They're, doing, yeah. they're on the leg press. Yeah. Did you know Kate's great? So they're like, absolutely not. I'm just like, bring each other yeah. up. Exactly. We can both. We both know that we're collaborating with each other. Yeah. We're both happy to ask each and other questions. And combine forces. Like, I mean, one of us is unstoppable. Imagine two, two of, of us. us. World domination. Try stop us. World we can't. <laughs> I love that so much. You All right, can... let's go. I reckon there's going to be one more question. One then more we're going to wrap the episode up. Give me. Oh, this one's good. Okay, go. Let's finish with this one. How do I break up with my coach? I feel like it's time to move on, but I'm not sure how. I've had people ask me this as well. Yeah. Just in passing. Like they've been like, I've been with my coach forever. What do I do? Um, I'm happy to take the lead of what go. I answered with yeah, them. Yeah, go. For sure. I think that like it doesn't have to be a negative personal thing. No. I've had multiple really good coaches. I've been constantly mentored um, since probably two or three years into my fitness journey. And each person I've worked with, I have appreciated learnt from seeing a different seeing things through a different lens Mm. and when i've finished working with them it hasn't been like you know um a really bad breakup it's been like i've really appreciated this i'm going to you know try a different style of training or try a different method or learn from somebody else Mm. so i think that how you go about it is really important like if you've had a really depending on obviously why you're breaking up with them but say you've just you know been with them for a long time and maybe you just want to try something different um i think that you could obviously communicate that you had a really good time give them any feedback if you do have it because it will help them grow and you know don't feel guilty for that yeah and what happens like i've had people that have had a break and they've come back and they've been like never leave me yeah <laughs> so that oh, happens yeah. as well 100%. um obviously if something bad has happened like say um you know you thought you were signing up for x and then they've under delivered i think that you definitely should be getting what you paid for and i think yes. in that sense don't feel obligated i think you need to communicate yeah. that as well like you know if someone offers like a personalized service and then something you know they're not commu- they're not replying for like a week like that's you don't have to you don't have to stand for that no and you don't need to feel guilty you need to um i think that it's good with a boundary and element also shout out if you're a fucking coach doing that stop doing stop that stop doing that please you are actually just ripping people off and it's not good for and us it's and an not industry good for the people that actually want to do good yeah exactly uh, what's uh, yeah. your what's your so how do you break up with a coach what's your view on this um i think Firstly, I want to preface this by saying I think long-term mentorship slash long-term coaching is actually where most of the magic happens. So if you are a client or looking at getting a PT or any sort of coaching, getting into any sort of coaching, if you are coach hopping a lot, you are never going to get where you want to be because you're not actually allowing any time for the foundations to stick for you to actually integrate them and do the work. Agree. So I think it's really important that long-term mentorship is where the magic actually happens however i feel like if you get to a point where you feel like you've learned everything that you've learned you're ready to potentially you know work with another coach or just spend time doing the thing on your own yeah that's totally okay but just be honest yeah i think giving your coach feedback and saying like you know you've been fucking amazing for me but i'm just 
I feel like I'm ready to do it on my own. Yeah. Or if your coach is under delivering and not providing a service yeah. is before you crack the shits and be like, oh my God, I hate this coach and like talk shit about them. Communicate with them. Be yeah. like, hey, I actually need a little bit more attention. More support. I need more support. I'm yeah. feeling really X, Y, and Z. Could you support me in this? Yeah. And if your coach doesn't reply to you from that, then 100% get rid of them. Yeah. But I think, I think communication between client and coach is always key. And that's probably where a lot of issues could be troubleshooted straight away. Agreed. But again, like you said, if you're paying for a service that's tailored and customized and you're not getting that. Yeah. If you're a coach doing that, stop it. And I think as well with online coaching, like it's not for everybody. No. You do need to be able to commit be self-led. To, yes. You need to be able to commit to checking in. You need to be able to communicate your needs. Yeah. Because they are not physically with you. Yeah. So I think that if you, you know, commit to online coaching and then you realize you actually need to see someone face to face, communicate that. Yeah. Yep. I think that that's what's really important. Um, and also, as you were saying, like I've had clients that have been with me since day one and I still have them and yep. we get amazing results. So I think that there is also, you know, long term long-term benefits to that. But if you need to break up with them or if you need to have hard conversations, have those conversations. And for the most part, like say you do just want to have a break, you can always go back. Oh, I had just so depending many clients. On how you end. So end yep. well, communicate well, yep. and then you you keep your options open. It doesn't have yep. to be. Don't feel stuck is what I want to end yep. on. Don't feel stuck. Yep. You've got options. A hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. That's a wrap for today's episode. So before we go, we want to say thank you so much for listening in. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, which I think I already mentioned at the start. 22 hours ago when we started recording this <laughs> um please give us five stars it help helps us reach more people and if you share this across your socials don't forget to tag us at oil let's talk at coach Gemma at kate morris underscore pt we'll leave it all in the show, show notes thank you so much guys i really loved these questions yeah. and we really want you to feel like you can continue to um, and submit ask, questions to us and that's ask a, us that's feel comfortable thing. yeah that's the other thing nothing's off limits no we are 100 percent open books and you have full access to our brains in these podcasts so yeah. send those questions in and we will chat to you soon chat soon bye, bye. bye.